Uh, you guys hear this is gonna be when I was gonna be a week old, but you guys hear the news yesterday? Uh, Matthew Perry died. Yeah, I heard about that. Fifty-four years old, man. They say he drowned, but yeah. there had to have been something that happened that caused him to drown. Well, well it's like he, maybe he had a seizure or a heart attack or something. Well, he's kind of been, from what little I know of him, notoriously like that he has addiction problems. So there's these yeah. rumors of all well, he. But the point is, he drowned. But to me, it kind of. He's not a big big star as far as I know. And that's I was almost, never a big fan. Yeah, of I never cared for Friends, and I. Other than that, he does. He had a couple movies. Oh, rooms. Chandler. Yeah, yeah there Chandler. You go. Okay. Chandler. Yeah. It's but, like I knew the name. I was just like Perry. Perry. There's <laughs> one movie I liked him in, but it wasn't because of his performances. Because of Chris Farley's. That's almost heroes. You know, when they're trying to compete against Lewis and Clark. Oh, that's yeah. That's where the Pacific I think Coast faster. That. I don't think I've ever actually seen really? that. Really? Oh, I think I've seen it's, some pretty, bits. it's really funny, but the all the funny parts are from Christopher Lloyd and um, Eugene Chris- Levy. Oh wow! Eugene oh Levy. wow, yeah. man! You got and that's that's, you a know, power, that's some powerhouses there. That's the yeah. early or mid nineties or so. So you got to wonder. Mid still, to late nineties, yeah. Eugene Levy, Christopher Lloyd, or not Christopher Lloyd, uh, Chris Farley. Oh, okay. Chris Farley. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I'm Chris but still, I'm sorry. it's still. I was thinking Chris Farley. But I said, for Chris, you, you know how I do. You were having me sold <laughs> with Christopher Lloyd. Now when he's no Christopher Lloyd, I'm like, so, eh, I don't Chris know. Farley's better. Well, yeah. as good. Yeah, as yeah, good. In go. a different way, though. In different. In his have, own. Have in different. His, in his Chris you know, Farley way. Yeah. But yeah, it's you know, for me, it was kind of a, a shock just because of how you, he's 54, man. That's that's young. Yeah, he's not, not even middle aged. You know, like he's he's barely there. It's just it's weird. Yeah, defining that as middle aged. Well, I mean, if you if, if at a hundred you're like you're dropping dead, dude. I don't care what you say, but it's it's just it's just one of those you know he didn't he wasn't in the hospital. He just all suddenly yeah they and, found him. Oh uh, yeah, in the jacuzzi. And, and and again, for me, not being like necessarily a fan of his, but knowing of him, and then kind of he just had that one big role, and then he's kind of just not done. Nothing. And even then, he's for me as an actor, he's very like. There's nothing very spectacular about him, you know what I mean? He doesn't stand out. He's, he's not your... He's not a lead role person. Yeah, there you go. There's some, the some actors out there that are just not lead role material. Yeah. You know, like... Um, mean, he was better than Steve Gutenberg. I was about to say, like Steve Gutenberg. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only reason you'll bring him up to, to compare him is like, yeah, drop that guy. Um, have you heard that Hobbs Grove commercial no. where they, they're singing to the Stonecutters song? Oh my gosh. Hobbs Grove. Hobbs Grove. I was Good. Like, oh my God, Matt Groening's gonna sue somebody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or Disney now. Disney. I, I was like really disappointed yeah. the first time I, I I heard it. So I was like, why are they playing the Stonecutter songs? Like, oh, it's not. Oh the no, yeah. Song. You get really excited <laughs> and then like. What is this? So I just started singing the Stonecutter song whenever to, it comes oh, on the radio. Right. <laughs> oh, see, I thought you would kind of like they're embracing it or they're celebrating. So that that's kind of cool that they're you know keeping it in the current time. Be like, no, that's sacred ground. Do not. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, take that is such a great episode of the simpsons it's really like, is it's like you know there are certain bands you shouldn't cover even though bands do cover them you know like simon and garfunkel the beatles you know the, the really good classic ones you shouldn't yeah. some things are just better left alone yeah, yeah. They're, when they're there's perfect no the first yeah, when no they're yeah when they're perfect the first time you don't need to make it imperfect don't gild the lily yeah there we go <laughs> Oh, that sounds cool. I like that. Don't so. do the lily. But it just, to, for me, it kind of like got, was one of those shocking things because it's it's more like a universal shock because, again, the age, man, it's not like we're, yeah. he was in a plane crash. We're like, oh, that's an accident. It just, 
you know, it was just, he just liked that. You know, mm-hmm. somebody yeah. that didn't, you know, he, he from what I know, even though he had addiction problems, he wasn't one of those. Uh, Keith Richards should have been dead ages right? ago, man. The oh guy's, the guy's like, got so much heroin in his blood. There's just no way. But it's almost like he, you know, Ozzy, you have these people that are like just. Yeah, but, you know, if they gave up all their Motley addiction Crude, stuff at this point, it would definitely. That, that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> their body's like, where's the meth, man? What do you want me to do here? And they just, you know, croak mm-hmm. on that. Well, they say like with uh, alcohol where, you know, people that are complete alcohols for like years and years, if they just try to com- go cold turkey, they die. Yeah, because their just, body can shock, handle shock, it. Yeah. Physical withdrawal. Yeah, yeah. So it's almost like that where at this point, Keith Richards, he has to do heroin. Otherwise, you know, he goes to daily checkup and the doctor, instead of giving him the flu shot, he's like injecting heroin. And I'm like, here's this great <laughs> hospital. Just around like Mr. Burns. Hi, bring you yeah. love. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. It's bring you love. Don't let it get away. He just comes around. That. But yeah, it's one of those kind of weird things that, you know, especially because I guess me, because my age starts thinking of the whole, the mortalities and all that crazy stuff. But it's just kind of a weird, like, uh, in Hollywood, especially with the, everything. Oh, don't going do on. that. When you see someone, you know, you read someone's obituary, you see their age and you start subtracting yours. Like, oh my no, God. No, I didn't do that. See, that's, the, not but that's do kind that. of that. Compare your age to their. Well, that's what I mean. Know, where like your mind starts kind of thinking, but that's why it, if Clint Eastwood died as, as big as he is, I'd yeah. be like, damn. That's like wow. Oh man, I, I'm going to be so. He he's in his mid nineties, so you know it's going to happen soon. But when Mel Brooks dies, I'm going to be so sad. Yeah, <laughs> I, I feel like people maybe when Betty White died were like that. I was know? yeah, I was very very I'm still sad. Not convinced. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's convinced the Queen and Betty White are in a locked <laughs> room out, somewhere, hanging out, petting <laughs> corgis and stuff, yeah. waiting a hundred years before they could reemerge and be they're new playing, things. They're, they're <laughs> sitting in a secret bunker in Area 51 playing cards, man. They're like we're going to wait till the world tea. destroys <laughs> itself and resets itself Being and we'll classy. Come back old dames <laughs> along with b arthur <laughs> b arthur yeah she's been gone for a all the time. golden girls i guess but see, yeah, she's been go- gone for a minute well yeah. for me I mean, tell me the queen wouldn't fit right in with that group she, she would. would she'd be she like would. the british yeah. cousin yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> well it, it might have been you have to look into it but they do so many like um english shows that are like the office is a classic one that you know they do the american version of it mm-hmm. so maybe do a, a british version of golden girls you know well there you go. not now well, no, they have that it's called have fab <laughs> is it I, I don't know what it is but you guys have it since we haven't done you it ever watched that fab uh it's never heard of it, yeah. oh, it it's a it's a love it or hate it type thing kind of like yeah. monty python you either yeah. absolutely love it or you don't get it at all and it's like this is a dumb show so, yeah, I'm yeah. not too keen on my British stuff. I, I'm, I'm very like you know. I have your your Mr. Bean, your uh, Faulty Towers, your Monty Python. So like bits and pieces. But as far as usually, if you like Monty Python, you like Half Fab. Yeah, it's yeah. just one of those that never cro- came across my. I need a BBC a channel. Or Jennifer Saunders and um, Joanna Joanna Lumley. Yeah, and they're just these drunk middle aged ladies. Trying to be young hip because they're in like a they're hip in a, industry. They're in the fashion industry. Yeah. See, so. that does sound like I like that whole uh, fish out of water type style. And mm. her daughter is Safi's in her twenties, trying to go through college, and she's very straight laced, no nonsense. So sick of my mom. She's the straight. Being, yeah, yeah. She, she's person, yeah. she's the wet wet blanket. Yeah. And you, you always need that. In you need yeah. that vaudeville. And then there's her mom yeah. who always comes in and just messes things up. <laughs> it's full of slapstick and craziness. Slapstick mm-hmm. humor and craziness, you know, falling over. They never get out of a car. No, they never oh, right. step out of a car. Eddie and Patty Every time the door opens, yeah. they just fall out. 
<laughs> because they're, probably <laughs> they're drunk. drunk. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I was wondering what the point was at. You know, there was a time Patsy felt, you know, the house burned down or the kitchen burned because she, Patsy had, had fallen, fallen asleep. asleep in the, and passed oh. out drunk with a cigarette in her mouth. Yeah. Damn. And they come downstairs and they see everything's been burned. They're like, oh my God, where's Patsy? And she like lifts up her head like... What's happened? <laughs> yeah, well, well. Like, yeah, she's just, you know, you, the oh. kitchen table is just black and there's yeah, debris around. Yeah, you don't up. see her. Like, half oh, of her is all black. Yeah. And the part that was laying down is fine. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Yeah, see that? Yeah, I like that. That's funny. Mm, she hasn't had anything to eat since 1972. <laughs> that's why she's so bone thin. Oh, okay, just the liquor. Yeah, just yeah and beans. Eddie's always trying to lose weight, but never does. <laughs> what, what do they drink? Like, what is their, their uh, poison? Champagne. Anything. Oh, okay. Well, I was curious, yeah, it was beer or liquor or just yeah, yeah. just anything rubbing alcohol well usually the harder stuff <laughs> oh okay the good, the good stuff they're well, not you, messing well around. you know they're they're high society you know they're in the fashion so beer is just sort of a low round yeah that's right yeah the, <laughs> it's funny common that, man yeah there you common go or, yeah. there's a johnny workman <laughs> there's an episode where uh safi goes off on this like you know humanitarian uh thing in africa and she's gone for like a couple months and she comes back pregnant and um like eddie has no idea who the father is and so she invites him over to tell him because she hasn't told him yet (laughs) is the guy that she met while on this humanitarian mission and um so she's like trying to tell the father that she's pregnant and like eddie's upstairs with some of her friends they're having book club (laughs) oh so which is actually fashion magazines yeah (laughs) oh okay (laughs) and um one of them goes downstairs and comes back up she's like who's the black guy downstairs and eddie's like oh He's black? Oh my god. I'm gonna have a mixed race grandchild. That's like the accessory right now. <laughs> oh wow. So it's, it's she like, like just gets goes crazy, go downstairs, like imagining her carrying a black baby and it's like, oh no, she's my granddaughter. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's part like a like a bingo card of mm-hmm. uh, society or whatever. That's funny. But she accessory. she was like so excited because you know, yeah, you know, in her industry, the fashion accessory right now is a mixed race child. <laughs> Just for this season, and then, like, yeah, toss yeah. it away. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the way it works with virtue signaling. Or, or, Support current thing. Yeah, yeah, or I was going to say with fashion, too. Uh, but So it was funny because we, we have this group chat between me and my, my half-brother and my three sisters. And so they were talking about, you know, having a, a little get-together, a little carne asada thing going on. Mm-hmm. And then my sister brought up about, like, the Matthew Perry thing. So I was like, oh, man, that's crazy, you know, that he's this young, he's 54. Then, then my, I think it was my half-brother, then comes back like, so, carne asada's on for tomorrow. <laughs> so I'm just that, thinking, that's like, where I'm at. that's where I'm at. Yeah. Well, well, I'm thinking, like, damn, I mean, uh, first off, it's not taking place tomorrow, but it's like, oh, okay, guy's dead, and it's just let's move on. And it's like, God, it's, it's, it's literally my, his body's not even going It's not my yet. brother. I want to hear about this carne asada. I guess, <laughs> man. Yeah. That's what's relevant to my world. Well, it's just one of those things that was kind of like, oh, all right, I guess. The, you know, the, you just do like a moment of silence. Anywho, who's gonna go? You know, who wants <laughs> they, to go? They do that on Top Gear all the time. It's like, okay, so Jaden's May is dead. Anyway, if you fancy <laughs> job on Top Gear, <laughs> right? So it's Top Gear, London. You should, you should do a little like one one thousand, two one thousand, three one thousand. All right, now we can move on. You know, I was like, <laughs> damn, dude. Well, they've all, they've maintained all over the seasons too many times. Like, we're not the Royal Marines. If you fle- we will leave a man in the field. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. If your yeah, car breaks down, you're screwed. Yeah, that is funny. Like, never leave a man behind. Like, like no, we will that. leave yeah. him Top Gear, they will definitely yeah, leave you like, behind. <laughs> Hey, there's, there's what is it four of them five of them three of them three, three of them, them. so like it's three of them we can three plus one. stig <laughs> oh he doesn't count. well that's the old one yeah. the newer one has like 18 people we don't speak of that yeah <laughs> is that like the f- 
third version of it because i know they like i think so because yeah, there was see, a version like way back in the day yeah and then the classic the one clarkson may hammond that was the re, golden age yeah re, re like brought it back yeah and that yeah that was the golden age now once jeremy clarkson got fired and the other two quit like oh, they tried is, to yeah so it's none of the original <laughs> one not even no. one yeah no. so that's pointless you know yeah. you gotta have at least one century you know, it's, it's like when you know just like when you see a hairband on tour it's not them anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah no it's uh, it's one it's, guy who owned the rights to the name and a bunch of ladies and gentlemen movies. it's rat and it's like i don't know it's not another. yeah <laughs> i remember back in the day um when chinese democracy came out <laughs> and um was it 20 years later or whatever? Yeah, diamond like dave that. no that was uh, axel axel okay yeah, yeah. axel rose and um conan o'brien was doing a little bit about it and he's like after so many years the guns and roses will come back and they're using the guns and roses name but we all know him as phibby mcgee and the guy with his art slash <laughs> <laughs> yeah that, i mean that's pretty accurate <laughs> yeah because at that point it was just that's one of those like you know of course he keeps the name to get the attention because otherwise who's gonna go see just well, axel axel rose and the the seven point man or some shit you know it's like well no. i saw this like it was behind the music or something like that uh some little documentary about guns and roses and um he basically bullied all the other people in the band into signing the rights over to him yeah i, I heard like that, while yeah. it was in their their heyday and they were all just so drunk and didn't want to deal with his temper they're like fine whatever his two hour care. two hour late to his show type shit yeah yeah, yeah. That's tough. he was too, as bad yeah. as johnny Rotten. show up an hour late be on stage for five minutes and then storm off yeah, yeah. We love you, Minneapolis. This is Albuquerque. Whatever, I'm gonna give a shit. Not reader, uh, speaker, speaker. Uh, Tony Shaba with Beth, the Supreme Adventurer. I choose myself for. Um, choose Co Mark. I don't know. <laughs> choose Co Mark. Mark, just Mark, just uh, Mark. By R A Montgomery. I don't know. I think there's a copyright on that. <laughs> just Mark. Yeah. Uh, and we're gonna do. We haven't done this in quite a while, but it's that new book that I'm sure everybody remembers us talking about. Or a couple of ago. <laughs> book that was 19. like what five episodes ago? <laughs> we mentioned it. Yeah. Uh, it's like I don't even remember it. <laughs> choose your go. Going back to the classic, choose your own adventure books. Yeah. Try to see how far we could go before we die uh, yeah. violently. Uh, so let's read the intro real quick. Is a forecast from Stonehenge. What the? That's a weird name. I didn't so, catch that. Um, the rain. meteorologist <laughs> forecast <Yeah>. is <laughs> there's lots of rain uh forecast is danger lurks everywhere all right beware and warning this book is different from other books whoa you and you alone are in charge of what happens in the story there are dangers choices adventures and consequences you must use all of your numerous talents and much of your enormous intelligence wow they really wow they're really butter you up here. say this is, this, <laughs> is this a book or a metaphor for life but then <laughs> the wrong decision a lot of could end in disaster even death but dun, don't dun, despair. Dun, dun. At any time, you can go back. Oh, I, I do need that, like, dun, dun, dun. 
Mm, that'd be a cool one to have. Yeah. I say a lot bolt. of this sounds like it applies to life, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Choices, consequences. Look, yeah, I read your books. Own adventure books were meant to set you up for life. Look, I this read should books. be required reading in school. I read books to get away from life. Okay, not to be reminded of the cold heart of the the worthless life we live. Uh, at any time, you can go back and make another choice, alter the path of your story, and change the result. You travel, and, and all of a sudden, here's go, the intro. You travel to Stonehenge on the summer solstice, the most sacred day in the Druid calendar. No, it's not. <laughs> okay, I mean, so it's one of the one sacred days. One of. Not <laughs> Sorry, go on. <laughs> We're already nitpicking it in the intro. You are supposed to meet a We're man named Alistair, who knows something about the famously missing heelstone of Stonehenge. But when you arrive, the site is crowded with all sorts of people dressed in costume for this special day. Those you must just exercise caution. Well, I thought they were just uh, uh, tourists. You must exercise caution as not everyone is who they appear to be. If you find Alistair, he could lead you to archaeological fame and fortune or to certain death. Dun, dun, dun. Alistair or Alistair? Uh, the last name is Stair. Or the last word is Stair. So, oh, so Ali uh, Stair. Allah. is like Allah Stair. Uh, praise be to Allah Stair. Um, okay. I was going to make an Alistair Crowley joke. <laughs> no, yeah, it's not Alistair. It's A-L-A-S-T-A-I-R. So I just like to stare. Alistair. Are you ready to learn the ancient dark seekers that Stonehenge has in store for you? All right, here we go. This is cool. It seems like every page got a nice little... Uh, little picture on it. Yeah. Kid yeah. lying in bed on his cell phone. And it's already relatable. All right, that phone <laughs> looks like a Blackberry, though. Look at that giant thing. I know, it's old. <laughs> <laughs> when was this printed? Well, see, I thought it was like a new like new uh, era. That's why I was surprised. Uh, 2007. So, yeah. Eh, that's yeah, fairly, yeah. fairly. Yeah, yeah that's, that's Blackberry age. Mm -hmm. It's when they were a thing. Uh, there's a bunch of uh, kind of uh, comments from kids, but none of them are cool, so we'll just skip them. Mm, okay. Kids are to be seen and not heard. I don't know. <laughs> <coughs> you Says the guy with no kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Call him out. What, baby? Uh-huh. All right. Here we go. And here comes our kid making comments. Give her the other book. You're one of the books. You have been back home in London, England for less than two hours. So make sure you give us that London English accent. Mm. Eel pie. For less than, well, less than two hours. So probably have your American <laughs> accent. When you're self, when you're silly. No, just kidding. Your cell phone rings. You check the incoming number. Hello, Twig, you say before your best friend can say anything. Ha, you're back. I need your help to do something, your friend replies. Hey, Twig, how about a nice to have you home? Or how was Greece? I've been away three weeks, you say. No time for chit-chat, Twig snaps. This is serious. Besides, I know you had a good time in Greece because I read your blog. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm liking this book oh, already. Man. Okay, what's Horribly the problem then, dated. you ask? <laughs> I need you to vlogs. It should have been <laughs> like because I read your tweet. Uh, yeah. Okay, what's the problem? Then? But see, or but then saw your live on TikTok. <laughs> yeah, I saw your your, your nudes. Oh yeah. I need you to go to Stonehenge today to meet someone. Twig replies, "Oh, that should be fine. Yeah, no problem, buddy." Go to the next page. Why don't you go? You mean the Stonehenge? In your mind, you see the ancient stone monument that sits on the Salisbury Plain. Mm, Salisbury Plain. Salisbury <laughs> steak. Uh, yeah. for 5,000 full stick Salisbury uh, Salisbury Plains just full steaks <laughs> full steak. I remember I used to like the, the Salisbury steaks in school man yeah, don't be mad children it's Salisbury steak day yeah. <laughs> is that chef yeah <laughs> that was a good chef I'm not very good at chef so uh, I, I used to like the it was decent uh, it was good enough chocolate chocolate balls was salty chocolate balls yeah. suck my eat my oh, yeah, this ain't you are much. such a cat for 5,000 years people she have found wondered, the one piece of sunlight and she's standing, standing right in it well I mean to be <laughs> fair that is a nice cold lily go put some 
some socks on if your feet are cold. I thought she had a taser for a minute. <laughs> I it's saw the a, light going. Yeah, it's light, a flashlight. flashlight. Yeah. What do you want, sweetheart? Uh, in your mind, you see the ancient stone monument that sits on the side of the way. For 4,000 years, people have wondered how the huge stones were put so precisely in this place and what they were used for. I can't go, Twig Croaks. No, Six broken one. ribs and a cracked collarbone. Well, hold on a second, man. <laughs> okay, uh, before you can ask how he broke all those bones, Twig reads your thoughts. Over the weekend, he says, rock climbing in Sussex. I fell. Can't leave bed for two weeks. But if you will go to this meeting for me, I will be on standby. Stand by for what, you ask incredulously. In case you get in trouble, Twig replies. Then it occurs to you. Then maybe I shouldn't go. Yeah. <laughs> I remember the other adventure books where they're like, hey, come meet me in this thing. And it's like, dude. Okay. Yeah. No, man. I'm going right now because I have a sense of adventure. I need to put on my blog how like. There was something know. about the, the like lost jewels or something like that. Yeah. 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 We need you to meet us in Marrakesh in like an hour. Instantly. What? Okay. <laughs> sure thing. I'm only 14, but yeah, no problem. Yeah, just gonna get on a transatlantic, you know, intercontinental flight <laughs> yeah. at fourteen. I have a credit card. Well, he has a blog, so he's always got a lot of money. Stand by for uh, what? <laughs> you ask incredulously. In case you get in trouble, Twig replies. Oh, you're just sweetening yeah, the pot now. Like, if you can't mo- leave bed for two weeks, then how are you gonna help if there's trouble? Well, right. <laughs> well, in my head, I have a classic uh, Simpsons with uh, the swimming pool when he thinks mm. uh, Ned murdered Maude. Yeah. So oh, like, yeah. 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 Was it Rear Window or something that's based on a classic? Uh, yeah, some old. Some old ass movie I don't care black about. Black and white movie. Then it occurs to you, today is June 21st, the summer solstice. It's the longest day of the year. It's also the day the sun will set exactly between the two largest stones or megaliths at the site. The druid- Wait a minute. Is this book educational? Should it be or is it all full of lies? Because it's sounding like it is. Oh. <laughs> but you have to go back to school to take your algebra test. No, I'm just kidding. The druids who worship that Stonehenge considered it the most sacred day of the year, or at least that is what people now think. But I didn't think people were allowed near Stonehenge on the solstice, you say. Not for the past 30 years, Twig replies, but the authorities have decided to open it this year with heavy police escort. Who am I supposed to meet, you ask, and why? Man, this is long as intro so. A fellow named Alistair Shepard. He claims he has information on the missing hillstone. Okay, so you're meeting this sketchy dude, but at least police will be there. So maybe, yeah. Mm, yeah. <laughs> this all still sounds, smells a bit. Uh, a little sus- suspect. Suspect, yeah. Yeah. Really, you say? A little incredulous. It's like, okay, so there's a stone missing from a national monument. This guy claims to have it, and he's coming to you or coming to your friend. On the specific Why? day where What has your friend been up to that he's... Buying right. stolen yeah. artifacts as, as a nowhere. Does he work for a uh, Hobby Lobby? Well, he says he says information. <laughs> or the British Museum. Yeah, I was gonna <laughs> say the British Museum. Really, you say the Heelstone? Finally, you are intrigued. Oh no, now now he got you. The missing hill. Oh, here's a little backstory. The missing Heelstone is a Stonehenge controversy. It stems back to the very first known photograph of Stonehenge taken in 1853. Many of the stones had fallen over. Then, in the 1920s, the hinge was rebuilt. And one of the stones from the 1853 photo disappeared. The heel stone. How do you know that this Alistair is not just some kook, you ask? Well, yeah, that's, you know, all the hip kids Legit say Legit question. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't. I found this rock. It's part of Stonehenge. <laughs> I was like, well, I don't. That's why I don't want to go. But it's worth the meeting. Listen, there's not much time. I suggest the cab. You glance at your watch. 6 p.m. About three hours till sundown. Okay, I'll go. Wait, what? 6 p.m. and three hours till sundown? What's on the longest day? Yeah, yeah. 
Okay, I'll go. I knew you would do it. All right, asshole. Twig says, I'll cover expenses, of course. Of course, you reply. Where am I supposed to meet this Alistair Shepard again? Yeah, it's again? like a two-hour cab ride. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, from, lo- from London to where Stonehenge is? Yeah, that's like a two-hour cab ride. Well, I'm, I'm thinking he's uh, getting on a plane. I think that's what I'm assuming because it's not that close, is it? I don't know. Mm-mm. No, it is. It is? Okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't know the, the Stonehenge. It's a day trip from London. Of course, you reply. Where am I supposed to meet this Alistair Shepard again? Just inside the outer ring of megaliths at something. Can I meet him at a McDonald's? Why does it have to be in this sacred little voodoo place, you know? I suddenly get the feeling I'm going to be part sacrifice. of virgin sacrifice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And he's like, by the way, he asks, you're still, you're still a virgin, right? You're like, what? Why is that relevant? <laughs> uh, he said he's about five foot six, plump with a silver beard. He'll be wearing a druid's cloak. Okay. I'm with, sure that'll narrow it down. With mm. silver embroidery on the sleeves, and he'll be carrying a small brown Oh, yeah, he's chum- definitely um, high priest. Man, I'm reading... Oh, look at that picture. That's pretty cool. I guess that's the senior you're getting into. Mm. I can't wait till the very first time Beth has a choice. It's going to be like, and you die. Like, well, that was fun to read the whole intro. Just can't like help but wonder why everyone's dressed up in costumes on the summer solstice and Specific not like Samhain or something. Uh, at least no Sam Haynes. All right. Two yeah. hours later, <laughs> waka waka. <laughs> two hours later, your taxi is pulling up to the car park. Oh, caught it across the road from the Stonehenge Monument. Civilian cars were forced to park several miles back in the town of Amesbury. It was sheer luck they were letting taxis in this close. You pay the driver eighty pounds and climb out. Eighty pounds of what? Uh, it looks like the celebrations have already started. Skin. There's a large crowd. Eighty pounds. Of skin. <laughs> hey, uh, how much you weigh there, Twig? <laughs> they call me Twig. What do you think? There is a large crowd gathered. Almost everyone is dressed in costume. It takes you a few minutes to realize that no one is moving. What's going on, you ask a young man dressed as Pan, the Greek god of nature. Oh, these are some good people here. They say they aren't going to allow anyone into the site, he replies, playing a few notes on his pipes. Something about a terrorist threat against the monument. Oh, man, we're just in it. (laughs) Great, you mutter. It's beginning to look like another of Twig's wild schemes. Okay, so he has a history of schemes. Yeah, I, I would have checked out before all this. You call him on your cell phone to ask if there's a plan B, but the reception is terrible. You get cut off three times before giving up. You scan the crowd. There are a large number of people dressed as druids with gray hooded robes, but no one has Called silver <laughs> thread on their sleeves. <laughs> Suddenly, a small woman dressed as a fairy with sparkles on her face and gossamer blue wings flutters up to you. Uh, it's interesting. Hi, I'm Elaine, she says in a clear but soft voice. Hi, you nod. You look like the curious sort, she replies. Do you want to get in to see the hinge? Oh, this is... <laughs> yeah, this is... Sketch. Um... The, that is like a theme in these books. <laughs> okay, but look, she she's pretty attractive, so I can see where the guy falls for that. Mm, she looks like Tinkerbell. Yeah. yeah. Uh, sure, but I am meeting someone first, you say. You What's notice... in that horn? <laughs> uh, I think that's where it's getting to, watch, because it says, Elaine is wearing a strange perfume in addition to her fairy outfit. Ooh, pheromones. It is very strong. You're not sure that you really care for it. I was supposed to meet him inside the outer circle of megaliths at sunset, but I don't see how I can make that appointment. I can get you into the hand, she says. You can come with me and my friends. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> this is starting to get very interesting. You look up and Staff see... entrance? <laughs> yeah, that's right, yeah. You look up and see Lane's friends all staring at the two of you. They are all dressed as fairies, men and women both. Some have wings, others don't. Everyone seems to sparkle and flash in the waning rays of sunset light. There are too many cops to sneak past, you say, pointing to police spread out in a circle around the monument. Oh, this is where it gets sketchy. We know an underground passage. The entrance is just <laughs> on the other side of this bur- barrel, she says, pointing to the low-lying hill that you are standing on. 
who are you waiting to meet? That's the problem. I never met him before. He's going to be dressed as a droid, but in this crowd, there's not much help. Okay, we, an, an underground passage into this thing. There's like not a tree anywhere near this. How did nobody notice it? The giant yeah, it's like no. they might not be able to notice them getting in the secret passage, but I think they'll notice if they Pop come out. out when yeah. there's nobody else in the circle. Out in the meadow. Yeah. There's nothing to obscure you from being, you know, walking around. Somebody's going to notice. <laughs> oh, here, here, check this out. We took some droids through the passage earlier. Maybe he is already inside. Really? Did one of them have silver thread on his sleeves? Alistair, she gasped his name. Why are you meeting Alistair? Oh, man, I was getting good. Here we go. Time for the choices. You know him, you asked, trying to remember if you had mentioned his name before? You don't think so, but your brain seems to be working in slow motion. Maybe you are just tired from all your traveling? Or is it Elaine's odd perfume? Of course I know of him. Alistair is one of the Ark droids. Why don't you come with us? Then you won't miss your meeting. If you choose to stay and keep looking for Alistair outside of the gates, go on to the next page. If you decide to take Elaine's offer and go into the tunnel in the barrel mound, turn to page 19. Dun, dun, dun. So, well, Beth. That... So far, Beth, <laughs> what are your thoughts on this story? It's getting uh, it's um, it's getting dark. You're being invited underground. Uh, you know, Hey, the police don't let people in, but we could get you in there. It's like I could choose the route that will... Kill you immediately? Most likely not kill me, but we'll probably end the story. Oh, yeah, because the racing one, right, was like, oh, by the way, uh, we don't trust you, so you're out of the yeah, race. Yeah, exactly. and it was kind of like, well, well that's yeah, you, Sometimes when you use caution, the story ends really quickly because, oh, well, you missed your meeting. Oh, well, let's go home now. You know? <laughs> or I could choose the one that sounds like certain death, but will probably be... At least some adventure, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, some adventure. Not, not the, you're not gonna, we're not here to beat the book, but at least we're going to... It's like, if it was me personally, I would say, yeah, no thanks, I'm just going to look around a little bit more. And just kind of like do a quick glance and like, nope, no silver sleeves, I'm, I'm going or home. Or say, okay, if Alistair is down there, can you ask him to come back out? <laughs> yeah, there you to, go. Yeah. I'm supposed, I'm supposed to, to meet him out here. I'm uh, claustrophobic. Yeah, there you go. Pull a Robert Langdon. <laughs> Severely claustrophobic. I ain't going in this tunnel. But see, the but practical <laughs> side, Twig did not mention anything about, you know, possibly heading underground. Like, no. Or not- even this terrorist attack. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. Or fairies. So I, well, I yeah. get the feeling that I'm the scapegoat. <laughs> yeah. And that these fairies and Alistair are about to blow up. Well, Stonehenge. Why are these fairies asking me if I'm a virgin? Man, it's just a weird topic it's today. Really <laughs> Everyone's just like, yeah. It's like I could, you know, I could do what I would do in real life and would just say thanks but no thanks, but that doesn't make for very good listening, so I will say go with the fairies. Go with the fairies. So decide to take her on. And I like this because if you stay outside, you could go to the next page, but you can see that you don't die there. So now we're just going into the, the unknown. <laughs> you can take me to Alistair, you ask? He and the other arch droids use our entrance, Elaine replies. Come with me. She takes you by the hand and introduces you to the others dressed like fairies. Everyone you meet laughs or claps you on the back. Oh, man, they are. They know a lot more than oh, you do. Man. You fell for it. Oh, my Lord. Or, or claps you on you the back doomed. as if you were old friends. Some even hug you. Welcome, human, one shouts. These people are pretty good at role playing, you think to yourself. (laughs) My God, man. It's like, as an alien, you have never once called me human. (laughs) Dude, my antennae would be flying like crazy. Like, no (laughs) way, no how, buddy. Hush, hisses Elaine. Danny, you go distract the guards for a moment. That's all we'll need. You got it, boss, says Danny, giving a sharp salute. You can't tell if she is trying to be funny or not. She bounces away towards the guards. Second later, she is doing standing flips right in front of him. <laughs> okay. Elaine whispers, now's our chance. 
You step away from the crowd toward the far side of the barrel. When you turn its corner, you are almost out of sight. Elaine wades through the tall grasses. You continue to follow. Dun, dun, dun. There's an oval wooden door set into the side of the tall mound. The door has it's thick wooden... <laughs> oh, yeah. So now your guard is back down a little bit? No. <laughs> it's even higher now. Nobody stay, mentioned stay tactical, hobbits. people. Yes, there you go. Uh, keep your, uh, your, eye, your head on a swivel. The door has thick wooden pegs and elaborate carvings, but no handle. Elaine quickly taps out a complicated knock on the door. The Morse code is like, sucker is here. Go on to the next page. It, I told you shaving a haircut was too common a theme. <laughs> or too common yeah. a secret knock. Uh, I like, uh, it whips inward and a small hand reaches out and gestures to you. Come get inside. You follow Elaine into the it's dark doorway this. and down a steep winding hallway lit by torches. Uh, oh man, this is a long one. <clears throat> okay, yeah. Definitely don't be the person at the bottom of the he- bottom of the stairwell. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Hang back. Sure. You're the guy at the top. Yeah. You know what? I'll follow you. I'm, I'm not sure where we're going, so I'll follow you. That's you perfectly mm-hmm. legit. And I'm Ladies gonna, first, right? And, and I'm going to walk with my back against the wall, just shimmying all the way down. <laughs> Elaine turns one last corner, and you stumble forward into a gigantic dining hall. Oh, man. You're, you're getting sacrificed in the middle. Yeah. It might down be the, the hole and into Mordor. <laughs> it might be the largest room you have ever seen. Wooden tables stretch out to the far corners of the room. Hundreds of places are set, and most Lord. seats are occupied. Everyone is dressed like a fairy. Oh, and me in my normal clothes. Yeah, dressed like. Laughing mm-hmm. and talking. People throw conf- Some even f- flutter in the air. Very cool. How do they get those effects? That's Wires. Book. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the uh, theater uh, people just going nuts with their uh, with their uh, events. Hundreds of places. Everyone is dressed like a fairy, laughing and talking. People throw confetti, and there seems to be a flying contest on the far side of the room. Oh. I didn't even read that before I said it. <laughs> you don't see a single person in the gray robes of an arch druid. Elaine, I don't see a single druid, you say. I thought you said Alistair would be here. Well, I thought he could be. I'll ask, she replies cheerfully. She approaches a tall, thin man walking past. Alistair, he answers, stroking his chin. The druids departed some time ago for the hinge. That's the way he adds, pointing to a large door at the opposite side of the hall. But I don't think Alistair was with them. Just then, a beautiful woman dressed in green velvet stands on a chair and rings a crystal bell. Welcome, and let the festivities begin. A huge cheer goes out. The side doors open, and waiters begin streaming out with platters heaped with food. Okay, she stumbled into a wedding party. That's a little yeah. it's a little odd. Okay, well, I mean, it is the solstice. You're at a sacred place. Maybe it's, it's like, you know, the I mean, Harvest I, Festival. It doesn't oh, okay. seem like it's. T- I, I had time to eat before I left, so, you know, can I stay and join the feast? Well, let's see. It's, it's getting <laughs> yeah, to that maybe, watch. yeah. Would you like to eat, Elaine asks. The food looks delicious. Juicy roast. Steam- no, no, but you can only eat this one thing. Sorry, just this one cake. Well, hmm. wait a minute. You know, Pat, between Pan's Labyrinth and the stale story of Persephone, that might be a bad idea. Don't touch the food. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you're asked. The food looks delicious. Juicy roast. Yeah. Steaming mashed potatoes, salads, condiments, pies, and cakes. Your stomach rumbles. Very generic-ass meal, you ask me. Where's the pig with the apple in his mouth, at least, you know? <laughs> uh, well, I mean, it is England, so a lot of pie. <laughs> a lot of pies, yeah. I like to find Alistair, you answer. Someone walks past with a tray of glistening lasagna that smells delicious. <laughs> it couldn't hurt to take a quick bite. Famous last words. Uh, your mouth is salivating. Then you remember something from preschool. It was a line in a nursery rhyme. Eat a fairy's food, become a fairy slave. You look around at the jolly crowd. That was just the nursery rhyme, right? Maybe it's time to return to the car park to see if Alistair is waiting for you after all. 
If you would like to make your choice without reading up on fairies, go to the next page. If you would like a quick refresher lesson in the ways of fairies before you make your choice, turn to page 26. Let's learn a little something about fairies. Yeah, let's see what's going on.